Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? Lonnie, Lonnie, who has some some good moments this year, and uh, won. The There's Lakers a question about Lonnie. Do you want to do you want to hit on that? Somebody, sure. where sure. is it up? This in any event, just... I would. So I just think it's important to separate um, because being a Laker means you're going to get off the floor opportunities just because you're a Laker. Um, Here we go. Being a Laker and then getting a contract somewhere else, I think there is a little bit of Laker shine, but it's less so than than off the court. Is my point. Uh, Anything Aaron can share about why Lonnie chose a minimum with Brooklyn instead of being back in LA? A couple of things. Um, Opportunity. I, I'm, I'm not sure that it should be, and I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying let's let's. Um, I, I argue with Anthony about this all the time. Let's not present what we assume as fact and then argue against it. Right. So that assumes that the Lakers offered him a minimum deal and he had a binary choice. I'm not saying the Lakers didn't, but I wouldn't be so quick to just say that that's fact. That um, would be crazy if they didn't even offer him. Okay. That's, that that's fair, but I'm just, I'm providing context. Every, we don't know is it like, I haven't seen, have you seen any reporting from anybody you trust that he was offered and he chose something else? I, I, I under, I agree that it's a reasonable assumption, but it is an assumption. Um, yes. The answer to that is, is opportunity. Um, Lonnie wants to play and he mm-hmm. wants to play he wants to play a bunch and um and uh anthony thinks the lakers are a little thin at guard um but we also thought is that, that the lakers... even something i think like i think that they're just like kind no, of objectively I think you think, you think they are you think they are uh you think they are abnormally thin at guard and i what i'm saying is like they're just like kind of a normal nba rotation at guard um you're you're worried about you know Max being pressed into duty, even though you really think that Max is going to be good, and mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you necessarily. But you're worried about Max being pressed into duty as like as a fourth guard, right? Um, and f- like a second year guy that you feel good about, that's not uncommon for that person to be your fourth guard. Um, so I think that Lonnie saw that he was going to be in the pecking order after. Um, the three guys that are going to play a bunch and, and Max and decided he, he's probably going to get more time, better opportunity in, um, in, in with a different team. The same, by the way, same, same for Malik. Yeah. Um, and if you are a minimum guy, 
I mean, look, you want to win, obviously. But if you're a minimum guy, I think your number one focus is getting time to show that you're not still a minimum guy next year. So, yeah, that's that's what I it's a opportunity thing, playing time opportunity thing for for Lonnie. Yeah, I I I think the thing with Lonnie would have been like, hey, your opportunity might not necessarily be there, but the Lakers could have theoretically paid him a little bit more to make up for that opportunity. Also, he could have competed for a spot and potentially won one from some someone. Um, there's also the notion that D'Angelo Russell is eventually going to get traded. So, like, the opportunity thing, I get it, and I understand where he was coming from there. Um, and I'm not saying that the Lakers definitely did offer him that additional money and he turned it down to go play with Brooklyn. The most I've heard was that they were they made a similar, similar offer to Lonnie once it became clear he was signing at the minimum. Um, but but here's the other the other part of it is like Lonnie was a starter at the beginning of the year and by the end of the year was not even in the rotation. I so, think a lot of that though was kind of circumstantial. Like I actually felt that sure, I was uh, really no, <clears throat> fine, but Lonnie went through that last year. Yeah. And that's going to make you feel like, okay, well, if I think I'm better, if I, if I think, you yeah, know, I'm at fair. least a rotation guy and the same head coach didn't think so last year at the end of the year, I think I'm, I may be behind for whatever reasons. I think I may be behind, you know, like starting the race from a little bit farther back for yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, the the uh, I, the thing with Christian Wood and the situation for Christian Wood, would you agree with what I was saying? Was that too homerific? About oh, about that it's um, like the of Lakers the situations the he situation. could go to. So other than I like think, maybe Miami, I think Miami you can make a lot of the same. Claims. Okay, so generally, everybody in the NBA wants to live in a handful of cities, right? It's L.A., it's New York, it's Miami, it's San Francisco. Phoenix now, I mean, people, NBA guys want to be in Phoenix, um, but Phoenix was so bad for so long that they didn't get guys now that they're good and it's Phoenix. Now you're Mm -hmm. seeing like minimum guys, Eric Gordon, who probably could have gotten more than the minimum somewhere. Um, Like a lot of the the most coveted uh, minimum guys are Mm -hmm. in Phoenix, right? Opportunity and they want to live in Phoenix. Uh, Not opportunity and they feel good about you know the the sun's chances of winning all of that yeah. um so yes i agree that the lakers generally are everybody's best situation um not always specifically though but in the case of a big who can shoot the ball a little bit um yeah i mean i do think that there's an opportunity for a player like that to have a good on-court situation. The Lakers were in the Western Conference Finals last year. I think this roster is better than that roster. You know, pending another year of mileage on LeBron. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the Lakers are a good fit for that type of player. But everybody's preferences are different, right? For some for some guys, it's literally I'll go play anywhere for $1 more. Um, mm-hmm. I don't care if I get $1 more somewhere else, I'm going there. I Joe don't Johnson. Care. That was the uh, the Manny Ramirez. I think that was my brother used to always say that about Manny Ramirez, and he respected. It. He was like that dude could get one dollar more to go play in Kansas City, <laughs> like leave a Boston no, that was, team. That's, yeah, that was Joe Johnson. That was like that yeah, was, also, was yeah, also true. That was always the case with Joe Johnson. Was which like, is fine, right? Like you're allowed to like, prioritize whatever you want. I think when he was bought out, 
I think he literally got like the amount of money that he got on a prorated something or other was more where with wherever he wound up. And it was like eight grand more. Yeah, it was like everybody like when when he became when he was bought out, people were like, oh, shit, like he could actually do some stuff still. And people were like trying to figure out where he might go. And then somebody pointed out, actually, he might be able to make like thirteen hundred dollars more somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) People are allowed to prioritize. People are allowed to prioritize whatever they want, right? For for a lot of guys, it's money. For I would say for most guys, it's money. Um, where you're living also matters. Um, you know, and the, a lot of the reporting on, on the Dame, why Miami, yes, they were in the finals last year. He respects Jimmy Butler. He's friends with Bam. But a lot of it is he really loves the city of Miami, right? And he wants to live there. Mm-hmm. So it's a like ton of factors that go into Wait, this. I thought that like the whole Miami thing was a coincidence when he was on IG Live and 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 Welcome to Miami was playing on in the background. Yeah, and did you see? Uh, I saw it yesterday, last night. It's I wild think. how all these people think we're just like stupid. <laughs> uh-huh. I think it was last night on IG or Twitter. I saw. Um, uh, I don't know where he is. Jimmy Butler's in. In Asian country, I don't know where he is, um, mm-hmm. but uh, somewhere in Asia. And uh, somebody was like running their mouth at him. And he like made a, I think it was a camp or something like that. And he just like made basically just a standstill uh, corner three. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, everybody was all riled up and he starts doing the Dame Time celebration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, complete coincidence, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean. I do agree that generally, I mean, it's one of the reasons the Lakers get a lot of guys um, and a lot of guys want to come there. Now, to be fair, that was more the case in years past. Now, basically everybody, 70% of the NBA lives in Los Angeles in the offseason anyway. So yeah. it's less specific about living in L.A. That is still a draw. But, you know, all the stuff you mentioned before about the off the court stuff that, you know, endorsements and the shine of, of being a Laker is is a thing but everybody has their own own priorities and you know that's fine let's talk about christian wood the player and like bismack biombo the player because those are the the two best players on the market right now there's a lot of conversation as far as like who would prefer what i know um i i think i heard that pete prefers biombo and that true prefers a player more like biombo um, and but, but here's the thing: there isn't a player more like Biombo. There's Biombo. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, we'd we would all of like, yeah, I would prefer a player more like Biombo who's seven feet instead of six nine. I mean, okay, cool, but that dude's not available. Right. Well, but I, I again, we're talking about archetypes, and you guys are all like closely enough affiliated with the Lakers that I have to be careful about my phrasing there. So, like, that's what I'm do, doing. You didn't do that for Pete. You just said huh? Pete prefers guy X. You yeah, I know. I caught Pete. myself as I was talking. And about then got it for my true. bad. Pete. All right. All right. Got it for um, so what, for, what for those player might Darius like. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
I don't think it matters with him, right? Well, I guess he does write for oh, .com. Yeah, oh, huh? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't think. I don't. I think Darius is on vacation. I think he. he I don't think he did that show. So, okay. uh, but like, but those True's the, on vacation. True's in the Bahamas. True. It doesn't matter where True is. Okay. He probably did it from a cabana. He may. He may have. <laughs> he may have. Um, but yeah. So I. I. Uh, I personally prefer Wood to Biombo. Okay. In terms of archetype of player or, or you know, whatever, which way would you lean here? So I think we got to be careful because usually when we, when, as, and those guys too, you know, I listen to their show sometimes when they do, when uh, LFR, when they talk about archetype of player. So like the big thing is true hates the six man bucket getter guy like the, the yeah. you know the Jordan Clarkson the Jordan Poole the Tyler Hero yeah uh, the Lou Will uh Jamal Crawford like that archetype of player he just doesn't Kendrick like Nunn. he just doesn't like true just doesn't like but like so when you say like he, he would prefer the Biombo archetype I think that that's true that he does prefer the Biombo no, I don't think that's true he does prefer the Biombo archetype the you know like big physical rim running lob catching center that's going to block some shots and, you know, yeah. kind of beat up on you. He does prefer that archetype. Um, but that does just because you have preferences of, of player types doesn't mean that that's the best thing in any specific situation. Like all things being equal. I think I prefer the Biombo archetype also. Um, but all things are like each situation is unique and all things are not equal in this case. Yeah. Right? Wood's a more talented player than Biombo. Like he is. <laughs> and I would say that any, any big that the Lakers bring in, um, you're going to want them to be able for them to be able to, to have the most utility. You're going to want them to be able to play with other bigs as much as yeah. possible. Right. Um, you're going to want them to be able to play with AD, to play with Jackson Hayes, theoretically. I mean, AD is obviously Ooh. the focus. Ooh. But I just, I just consider it a... Fine. 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 I, fine. I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying. But, like... And, and by the way, uh, you can ask yourself, because Rob has said this, as, as I mentioned earlier, as we mentioned earlier, Rob has said, like, you want... The, we want another big, and we want somebody who has a varied... Uh, skill set from from Jackson because if that's the case if you're bringing in a similar type of player then like obviously I mean Jackson signed earlier whether he was the priority initially or he was just the guy that was willing at at uh, at the minimum at that time and the Lakers liked whatever but like if you're going to bring in somebody blink, similar blink twice if they if like after seeing who was available right now at the minimum if the Lakers kind of sort of regret Jackson Hayes as early as they did. He can no, cough, no, no, blink no, twice. No, 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 no. And I'm saying I'm not. I'm not saying no that I won't do that. I'm saying no that there is no regret on the Jackson Hayes signing. Um, There's some so, here. <laughs> why not take a flyer on a minimum guy? That I we heard I the just, same thing. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Um, we heard the same you. thing about um, about Cam Reddish. Some too, right? Like. Like there's some other great minimum option that the Lakers turned down because of, of Reddish. Like Reddish is a very good, and I've also talked about the second draft on on this show and the hook a lot. 
um, mm-hmm. and kind of betting on pedigree. The second draft quickly is uh, guys that are, are thought of, usually first round picks, the guys that are thought of highly, or even second round picks, guys that were like very high in their class in uh, in high school, that those are good guys to take. Rob really believes this, that those are um, good guys to take a flyer on because there was that, that talent was there at some point. So, you know, did the situation, they have a problem in their situation? Did they not like the organization? Did the organization not like them? Did they not get opportunity? Do they just need a change of scenery? Whatever. Um, Troy Brown was one of those guys last year. He, he, he counts. Um, Stanley Johnson is one of those guys, has been one of those guys. So Cam and, and Jackson Hayes are both lottery picks, both like pretty recent lottery picks hasn't worked out for them so far, but those are good guys to take minimum flyers on. So I don't understand the Jackson Hayes. It's not hate, but like the, the Jackson Hayes diminishment of the signing and the Cam Reddish diminishment of the signing. They're minimum guys that were seen as lottery well, picks very recently. The only, the only thing I would say they weren't seen as lottery picks. They were lottery picks, but like, um, uh, yes, they were lottery uh, picks because they were seen as lottery. Somebody <laughs> saw something in them that made them lottery picks is my point. The only thing I would say, like Reddish, whatever, it's a, it's pretty clearly a clutch favor as they try to re rehab his career and, but, and get uh, him fine, but closer like, to why, whatever. Uh, fine. But and why? then, and then, yeah, go ahead. And then the, you know, with Hayes again, like, I don't think anybody would have predicted that Biombo or Wood would be available at the minimum. So at that stage of the offseason, you get the most talented big you can. And in this case, it was, it was Hayes. Now I, do I, I do I think that there's stuff to be figured out there? Not really. I, I just I think Hayes. Um, I just don't think he's ever really going to get it. And same kind of goes for for Cam Reddish. But in both cases, like especially if if the Lakers wind up with one of Wood or Biombo, the Hayes signing doesn't matter. And the Lakers have enough wings to where you weren't relying on Reddish turning it around. So in so, both cases, like well, I don't really care. So no, I disagree about it not mattering. Um, because and and again, and, th- and this goes to the the question of who you would prefer in that, or what type of player, um, uh, what type of player would you prefer? And I think we have to, as I said, not all things being equal. What 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 do you think you're asking of? And I actually, I mean, I have an answer, but I want to know what you think. Um, because as I, I told you before, I'm always like fascinated by kind of what fans think about, um, and if there's some sort of consensus or group think, I think that's interesting in informing, um, you know, people that are having these discussions actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, like, if you're bringing in somebody, not the type of player, but what, like, what are you bringing them in for? What do you think they're like most what what are the, like the most the the couple things that that you are wanting them for? I guess is that are most Would, important. Like like right now, anybody, like, no, who, no, anybody in particular, not not a not any particular player or player type, but like what is their job description? Is what I'm asking. Oh, well, it depends on like the number, right? So if it's a minimum guy, no, no, then... no, it's, no. One of the guys that's going to be brought in now, they're going to be minimum guys. Okay, all right. So now, um, yes. as it stands now, not in general, as it stands now. For this, because, for this specific team. Because Hayes is the only other big on, on the roster, I think it's important that the Lakers walk away with one of Biombo or Wood because they are more natural fits as the backup. That makes it so that Hayes 
working or panning out, there's not as much writing on it. Um, and in, in the case of like wood versus Biombo, this is why I prefer wood. I like the idea of wood playing next to AD. If that is indeed something that the Lakers are interested in doing. So I think that's fair. Um, but I think the, I think there's a more important job description and that is what do you do if AD misses time? Yeah. Um, and I mean, cause it happened last year, <clears throat> excuse me. And the Lakers played, it's going to you know, happen, whatever, probably he's like, I mean, you certainly want to plan 80, for it. He's not and playing so, 82 games this year. Right. You certainly want to, you certainly want to have a plan for it in place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last year, Thomas Bryant held up pretty well offensively. He's a disaster mm-hmm. defensively, but he held up pretty well as a starting center for whatever, 22 games or whatever it was. Um, so I think I think even that has to well, something that has to go into the thinking, maybe even more so than what type of player or what guy do you want when all things are wonderful? Like, mm-hmm. who do you want when on in game one? I think it might be I think it might be a better way to look at it, or or a more important yeah. way to look at it. Like, who do you? But even want, there, I think who I do would you want still between go... games fifty and sixty-eight or something that AD yeah. doesn't is not available. I'd still go Wood. Give me the more talented player. That, that's that's fine. I just think that has to be part of, yeah, the thinking. How about this? That is part of the thinking. Oh so yeah, I wanna, it I has to put be. it there. I want to. I think that's the most important job for the fourteenth roster spot. Is a big that, and I don't. Maybe you maybe you start Jackson Hayes in that case, and you have you know whoever as your first big off the bench, or maybe you start that guy and Jackson Hayes is your first big off the, uh, off the bench. I just think that that should be the primary focus of who you want in, if you have the choice, maybe not, mm-hmm. but if you have a choice, I think that should be the primary thing that, that is the primary thing that is, is helping decide this um, ability to play with another big alongside another big is also on the list, but I think that's secondary to who do you want if unfortunately AD is, is unavailable for a And then the other part of this too, um, is always something that, uh, is worth keeping in mind with Palenka is that he, he likes to bet on pedigree, right? That's why like, you know, I called just talking about with the second draft. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. Cam and and, and Jackson Hayes. Yeah. And Wood has the higher pedigree, you know, he's the, no, no, he doesn't. No, 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 no. He does not. He's more talented, but he does not have the higher pedigree between him and Biombo. Biombo Christian Wood was a second round pick. Biombo was uh, a lottery pick, I believe. Yeah, I mean, but some like years it, ago, over the course of over the course of their careers, and as they stand right now, I think Christian Wood holds more pedigree. He's the more talented player. He, those are two. I'm what I'm. My there's point higher. Is there's higher upside there. Oh, absolutely. But those are yeah. two different things. The pedigree is the pedigree is different. Christian Wood is more talented than Biombo. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, and. All right, so I guess that's how I'd frame it. Is that, and this is why, again, like when when Rob Palenka is out there talking about overlapping and all of that stuff, like everything that everything that I can throw together and and aggregate to wind up at who I would predict would will eventually be a Laker or might eventually be a Laker indicates that Wood is the guy. Like he's you know he's the more talented player. That's usually the direction that Palenka likes to take. Polinka talked about the skill set that sounded an awful lot like Wood. Um, the the 
I don't think the Lakers are so talented right now that you can like try to talk yourself into fit or locker room fit over talent. Like I think the Lakers are still, especially at that position are at kind of a talent deficiency, um, which is kind of crazy when you talk about Anthony Davis being on the roster, but yeah, like I, I think, it, and I understand by the way, a lot of people, a lot of people with uh, in the uh, comments mm-hmm. are saying no one would, and that there's too much noise out there about him not necessarily buying in at every place and all of the empty sure. stat stuff. Like, I totally get it. I understand the concern there. And by the way, I wanted Bismack Biombo two seasons ago, um, before he was kind of rehabbed in in Phoenix, the way that he has been the last couple of years. So. Like I, I totally understand why some people would would prefer Biombo or even Thompson or to a lesser degree uh, winning Gabriel. I get it, but I think that the Lakers need more talent on this roster, and Christian Wood is the most talented player available right now. Yeah, I mean, I again, I just said that I think the primary factor in making this decision, and look, it may not be the Lakers' choice. The Lakers may not get to choose between the two, There's and also they may that. not. And they may not get either one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but so we if blame it is you. a choice, but if it is, <laughs> I saw Darren Collison uh, getting shots up the other day in Vegas. Yeah. Um, if it is a choice, did they go in because they didn't for the Lakers. If it is a choice uh, <laughs> between them or anybody else, again, like I think that the overriding priority is who can give you the most or who do you think is the best guy for the times when ad may not be available i mean there's like other factors like you know you started the show talking about you know guarding ad or like if anybody you bring in at the minimum or excuse me guarding joker if anybody you bring in at the minimum is like forced to guard joker in a playoffs like you know somebody you have more bulk no you lose right like yeah Yeah. you're done done, right like (laughs) that ain't gonna work I don't care who it is. That it was like over. it was like when all the teams had like two extra stiff seven footers to be six fouls on Shaq. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, Joker's too good of a free throw shooter for that. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't like I said beat up earlier about Dwight. You know, Dwight beating and you say he can't get beat up anymore. I, it wasn't even beating him up so much. It was like beating him you, up. So that no, he got I flustered. think Dwight did. No, it was no, beating I, him up, but not like it was. So he got the like the main thing was he got flustered. I don't know yeah. that Joker is going to get flustered anymore. No, but nobody's nobody, nobody on planet Earth can guard that dude. AD no. and Draymond have the best chance, I guess, but nobody like we saw in the that is what we saw in the playoffs. Like, is he the best player in the world? Probably, I don't know. Probably, I still need to see him guard little point guards in the playoffs before I'm fully ready to give him that. But what we learned with like definitely is that nobody can guard that dude there is no answer for guarding him now so i don't think that should be a factor in the decision making like need somebody to guard joker well if any of these minimum dudes that are still around are who you have is your your hope (laughs) you lose so like yeah Although I will say, I will say that like this dude might be a disaster and that's better than the complete disaster. The other dude's going to be, I mean, like, okay. And I'm not like, and I guess like for those who were saying Biombo makes a little bit more sense and like the collective physicality is nice to throw at Jokic so that like there are no easy minutes. Right. And if he spends any time whatsoever being guarded by Christian Wood, those are easy minutes. I totally understand why, why people would want to avoid that. But again, I just look at it as 
Um, you're not going to guard that guy regardless. And you do need to keep up with them in terms of just like ability to score. And I think would allows you to do that better than Biombo would better than Jermichael Green would better than even Wenyan would, and certainly better than Tristan Thompson would. So, um, yeah, I, for me, it's, for me, it's, it's, it's a fairly open and shut case who I prefer here. Um, but we'll just kind of see. Um, I, I want to, uh, really quickly before we go, um, well, two things I, I, I haven't been able to get this video on. Oh, wait, wait, before, before we do this, uh, you want your answer about Miami? Yeah, go for it. My, my homework. So you asked me about, um, well, you, you can, you can, you can ask the question how you asked it and then I will give the answer, but it was about my, right. so, yeah, go ahead. Well, so for wood, right there, there is only right now one potential place that could give him more than the minimum. And that is, uh, Chicago by way of that injury exception. I mean, there's other places that have some cap that space he's, available that okay. he's considering. <laughs> okay. There like, let's be specific. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the, the, the only other one, um, and this is kind of dependent on some other things uh, that you are going to highlight here, is Miami, depending on the kind of trade that, that goes down with so, Damian Lillard. Yeah, so you said you have heard that they could uh, have more than the minimum to offer him, depending on uh, a Dame thing. They're waiting for the Dame thing. Or you said, I think you said Wood is waiting for the Dame trade because they could Miami could open up more than the minimum and but you've never seen and you don't understand why and you've never seen anybody explain it yeah so nobody really it. like it people just like yeah they could and I'm like what, what? How, so okay. I so I you know I dug in because I'm a cap nerd so I dug into the cap sheet um and the answer is they potentially could but it is exceedingly unlikely so right now um Miami has like one point they're they're in the tax and over the first apron and they have like 1.7 million um below the second apron they got the Oladipo trade got them below the second apron um which technically opens up their mid-level or excuse me their taxpayer mid-level exception which is 5 million um so theoretically they could use their taxpayer mid-level 5 million to offer it to Christian Wood or whoever else practically they can't right now technically it's open it's available to them but they can't use it now because um if you're over the first apron but not at the second apron you uh are hard capped if you use the taxpayer mid-level you are hard capped at the second mm -hmm. apron so they have like 1.7 under the second apron right now due to the getting off of Oladipo money so they have the taxpayer mid-level available but they can't use the taxpayer. They can't use the full taxpayer mid-level because that would put them over the second apron and they would be hard capped at second apron. So, um, which I think is 182, I believe. Uh, so one possibility is that, um, one possibility is that a Dame trade would be a way to free up some more money, but they would have to get off of, four million or so or 3.3 million they would have to send out uh 3.3 million more than they take in in a dame trade to to uh to be able to use that 
But that is even that isn't practical because that would put them at the second apron if they gave Christian Wood five million. That would put them at the second apron, and they would be hard capped at the second apron, and then you are hard capped with zero money to maneuver throughout the year. So practically, they probably would have to send out eight to ten million more than they take in in a Dame trade to be able to use the taxpayer mid level and still have some wiggle room under the hard cap uh, for the to operate during the season. So. Possible, yes, but very, very impractical. Um, it's still worthwhile, though, if you're Christian that, Wood that to explain, wait it out. Did that, did that yeah, it did. You? It did. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, um, because I, as, I, as I mentioned earlier, there's no deadline. Like, offers aren't going anywhere. Right. The can't. Can. The Lakers are going to be like, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's possible, right? If somebody else takes the minimum offer that they have, that's possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, like the next deadline for things to start happening is, is training camp. Um, all right. The, uh, the last thing here, I like having fun to wrap up my week. Uh, the last thing here is a video I found on, on, on Facebook that I think Aaron is going to Uh-oh. set you off. Um, <laughs> if, for those of you who just tuned oh in here for the basketball <laughs> stuff, Oh boy. Have a good one, everybody. No, but, no, no, um, you gotta, no, 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 you got to know. No, no, no. You got the backstory. The backstory on this is, uh, this girl's dad has had a lifelong, um, he calls it a bond, but a, 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 an infatuation with reptiles. And he has two reticulated pythons that, um, that, uh, well, I'm just gonna, let me me guess. It's a white dude. Well, you know, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you find out. So here we go. Aaron, unmute your mic. When I've introduced Tony to Cher, he was about two years old, and Cher was quite a tiny snake. My daughter would just hold Cher what? in her hand at the time. Uh, what is this foolishness? So big, she couldn't even lift her up. <laughs> the fuck? No. As a parent, I had to make sure that Cher was Hell tame nah. and sociable to be, to be held. I spent every day. They got this motherfucking Python playing Barbies? Her used to human interaction. Nah. But on the other front, I need to make sure my daughter <laughs> genuinely this. knew how to be gentle. As soon as she And by the way, when I said I knew do, this was a white no person, grabbing, no I should have done this because that's extra white. This is white people shit. That's all I needed from her was to behave This is insane to me. And she, she I watched this whole video with my like turn fist ball. So for the <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all playing out here with these wild animals. <laughs> That's why people say that. I don't get uh, the tiger went crazy. No, that's a wild ass animal. What do you know? The tiger went tiger. That python gonna <laughs> that python gonna choke the life out of that girl and swallow her whole. Hell, no. one of the one of the uh, one of the captions later in the video is like Emmy has. There are two rules. Uh, Emmy is is not allowed to be alone with the snakes ever. And I it's mean, like, hold on, at, wait a second. That's a four year old or something. Like, why is that child alone at all? Well, like, well, that's the, thing. Well, the other part of it too is like, all right, you're not allowed to be uh, alone with the snakes. If the snake decides to eat your daughter, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Like at the ve- at the very least, you're saving your daughter's life, like barely, and she is going to be traumatized forever. Um, I mean, I guess like if it, if it starts like whatever coiling around her to choke the life out of her. 
I mean, like it happens kind of slowly, I guess. So no, maybe... uh-uh. Have you ever seen those things attack? Wait, like attack, like because it it doesn't they it doesn't the life out of you and then swallow you whole. They don't. Like... No, so it it starts by latching on, like it bites first. Uh, but it's not. And it's then, not venomous, is it? No, no. But, but like, all right. So uh, this is where I'm going to get a little nerdy. So their their jaws, yeah. um, they're like teeth, unhinged, right? Well, there's that, so they can eat. But like all of their teeth face inwards into their mouth. Yeah, they're and, like hooks. Yeah, and so they hook in. And so if you're going to like, so let's say, let's say a, a snake starts like, you know, trying to eat my arm. I would have to like, it, if it's biting like this, I would have to stick my arm further into the snake, open up its mouth, and then pull my arm out. So you're going to have to do that with this tiny little girl first. Also, this snake, like, people don't realize how quickly these attacks happen. These, they, they bite, and then they just go, and they, oh. and they wrap themselves real fast. I thought it was, or maybe it's boa constrictors that are. Well, it takes a little while. Over. It takes a little while for the person to actually like not be able to breathe. Yeah. Like that, that, that's. Why a are we talking process. about this? What have you no? <laughs> But I wanted to show you that because I was like, man, I just need to see Aaron's face. Well, why are white people? What, like, what are y'all doing? What, what type of shit is? Where do they do that? The at? other, the other rule is that she's not allowed to be there when um, they feed the python. Um, I have a better rule. The, There's not because the python, python because the python might like look at the food and then look at her, like equate it to her. Do they? Well, no, 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 no. It's going to be more like it. Like the the python will see like whatever little mouse that they give the python, and he's going to look at the girl and be like, "Actually, that's a bigger meal." Well, so yeah. Here's, I mean, I, I think all the all the strange white people would say that like it's not that dangerous because it it only, is it only it will very like, go dangerous. after a human if it like has not been fed in however long. So as long as you keep it well yeah. fed, it's hell no. That's a wild ass animal. Yeah. There was actually a, a family in Florida, like I forget I, however many years ago, but their son wanted a snake and they kept one oh. of those little pythons in his room. Snake got out and choked him out uh, during the night. That was it. I mean, look, that's very sad. It is. But it's terrible. I have, and I guess he wanted it, but that's that's on the parents. Here's... Here's one of my like tenets of life. I have trouble feeling sympathy for those whose wounds are self-inflicted. So like if you bring a wild ass animal into your home and a wild ass animal harms you because it's a wild ass animal, like I don't like, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Well, but I mean, that's, well, that's where I feel bad. Me. I feel bad for the kid, right? Because it, the, yeah. the parent is the idiot who allows the, the kid to have that pet and, and put it in a, in something that the the animal can get out of, you know, like how are you putting it in this cage or in this glass terrarium Why that like it, that it can get out? <laughs> Specifically for that for that question. All right, that is going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lounge and likely this week's episodes here of the Lakers Lounge. Thank you everybody for tuning in the way that you have. We had a nice little uh, group watching us today, and we had a really nice little group watching uh, me last night rant and, and wander around the topic of christian wood um so thank you guys all for that again you could see the link to substack where i wrote about all of this in a little Go shorter subscribe. form Go subscribe to the substack. uh yeah yeah 
buy buy Avery some donuts. Is, I buy Avery some know. rainbow sherbet ice cream. The exactly. donuts you can handle when you bet against the Lakers. The, uh, make sure that she has rainbow sherbet <laughs> ice both. cream from Substack. She needs both of them. Yeah, right. uh, we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>